We talked about Jaden Rashada yesterday, but there's more guys that came in for their first year at Arizona State that stood out. We're going to hype them up on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you're getting those podcasts, hit like and subscribe. Turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by bird dogs go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college for a free water bottle with any purchase you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you all right let's talk about some sun devils football players and specifically the newbies who came in there was 40 plus guys between transfers and freshmen that were coming into the program that are going to be big-time contributors this year. And we got to see that firsthand last Thursday night. And there there was a lot of them. So if you guys are on YouTube, you can see over on the side that I have got five guys in particular that I want to talk about. But, of course, there's plenty of other guys as well. So with five guys, we got to go ahead and just get started. Let's take a look at one of the flashier guys that they brought in during the offseason, one of the bigger names that they brought in during the offseason which is Xavier X. Guillory. And he wasted no time making his presence felt with the Sun Devils offense. Now, in a game where Elijah Badger was out for the first half because of the suspension from the U of A game last year where he absolutely tuned up some Wildcats, he missed the first half of the game, which left Guillory a wide open opportunity for him to come in and just absolutely blow it up. And that's, that's what he did. Five catches, 73 yards and a touchdown, which included a 47 yard touchdown reception that he got on a fourth and eight call. They also had seen him really just create separation throughout the game. There was a Another deep shot that Rashada had missed in the second half that very easily could have been a touchdown to throw him over the century mark. Like, Guillory was instantly one of the best players for this offense. And it is really exciting to think about what he can do moving forward with the team. Now that Badger is going to be back long-term, like, he's not going to be suspended any longer. They... They've already got that figured out. So as long as he doesn't get a targeting penalty or get ejected for another fight or injury, obviously Badger is here to stay. And now Guillory gets to be the number two receiver, which the prospects of that are so exciting because that's going to allow him opportunities to get those one-on-one matchups. It's going to allow him to be able to stretch the field. And with Jaden Rashada's big, lively arm, they're going to be able to do a lot with him deep down the field. And he was just a hundred percent one of the biggest components of the offense on Thursday night. Like they had several guys that were able to contribute and make really good impacts, but Guillory 
was pretty much the heart and soul of the passing game, especially because Jalen Conyers had missed the second half of the game. I don't know why, if anybody got a concrete confirmation of why, because he was in street clothes, let me know. I'm not really sure, but Guillory was the heart and soul of the passing game. You had solid contributions from other guys as well. Uh, Troy O'Mary was able to catch a three-yard touchdown, that terrific grab. He was able to create separation inside the goal line. Great play. You also had a really good performance from Mel Constaval, who, even though he only had one catch, it was a 33-yard reception that was able to set the Sun Devils up in great field position that they scored a touchdown on with Cameron Scadaboo, who we'll talk about more in just a moment. But they were able to just really get a lot of good things going on the offensive side of the football. And one of the biggest components for that, one of the biggest reasons why, was because Guillory was able to firmly establish himself as the number one receiver for at least a half of the game, if not the full game, because when Badger came back in, they weren't able to get too much going with him. He had three catches for 19 yards, and one of the longs was a 16-yarder. So Badger wasn't really able to get going, but I don't know how much of that is really his fault as much as it was the storm that rolled in and Rashada wasn't able to get much going because Badger was creating separation as well. But Guillory was consistent, and Guillory was probably... Uh, no, probably the second most important part of that offense. And we'll talk about the guy who I think was the most important part of the offense here in just a moment. But bottom line, when you, uh, when you were watching Guillory, uh, do his thing on the, uh, on the football field, he was just so, 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 so good for you. And you're really looking forward to seeing what he can continue to do for you moving forward. The prospects of him are very, very exciting. And he's one of the guys who just definitely stood out to me for the first game of the season. Look, if you guys are still looking for a reason to get some bird dogs, let me tell you, they're outstanding. They are just so great. They're comfortable and they make you look good. They've got that stretch khaki short that's designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg and giving you a truly sculpted look. Even if you don't work out your legs that much, these bird dogs are still going to make you look good. They do the same thing that Lulu Melon does, but they fit so much better. And they fit better than regular shorts, too, that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. You know, bird dogs fix that by inventing cloud net fabric that looks just like a khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dogs use an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric as well that keeps you cool and dry all day long. And there's not a more important state to have that in than Arizona. Bird dogs are functional for any occasion, whether you're going to the golf course, a date, an evening out, the pool, a workout, lounging, work, whatever you're thinking, bird dogs are great fit for it. And I wear my bird dogs all the time. Absolutely love them. They're one of my absolute favorite uh, partnerships that Lockdown has had. And I really encourage you guys to go get some for yourself as well. So go to birddogs.com slash college or enter the promo code LockedOnCollege at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. 
From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back into our conversation now, but before we get that far, wherever you get your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Let's go ahead and talk about the running backs. And yes, multiple. Obviously, the conversation starts with Cameron Scadaboo. And Scadaboo was the guy who I felt was the most important part of the offense. He was able to get over 100 total yards for the game. He had 71 yards on the ground on 17 carries, a very healthy 4.2 yards per carry. He also caught four passes for 41 yards, including a 40, or not a 43, a 26-yard long, which he he just creates, man. He is so crafty once he gets the ball in his hands. And, of course, he did score on the, on the ground as well. Could have had a second touchdown, but there was a hold by Isaiah Glass. So, wasn't meant to be, but... Scadaboo was just so, so good for you, man. He looked like the potential bell cow for this offense that you were hoping to get out of him. And what he did for you in the passing game as well, you got to sit here and feel like he's really just going to be able to give you so much moving forward and somebody that just feels like destined to be a very, very important factor, a very, very productive factor of this offense. He just does a little bit of everything for you, man. And he could have scored two touchdowns. And I feel like he might be able to get in the end zone quite a bit this year, especially if the passing attack needs a little bit of time to get adjusted and everything. Like, you can lean on Scadaboo and not feel uncomfortable with the fact that he's your top guy. You can feel very comfortable, very confident that he's going to be that top option for you. Really, really excited about him. But, you know, he had a great partner in crime as well because the Carlos Brooks was able to come out and he looked equally as good. He recorded 63 yards on 12 carries for a whopping 5.3 yards per carry. And he also caught a pass for 11 yards. And the thing that really was interesting to me was one of the final drives of the game. I don't remember if it was the final drive or it was the drive before that. They lined him up at fullback. And they gave him three fullback dives, and he just chunk play, chunk play, chunk play. Like, get him the football, and he's going to find a way to produce for you. He was so effective for the team as the thunder to Cameron Scadaboo's thunder. Like, it's just power run and power run. Those guys are downhill dudes. And uh, Brooks actually had the longest carry of the game, a 17-yard run. He is... I'm not going to lie after that game. And it, again, it's one game. So, you know, overreaction time, right? But that one game would have me feeling like he could be the bell cow for the offense. Maybe not the bell cow, but he could be like running back one kind of thing. But the fact that you have him and Scadaboo together to be able to split reps and be able to spell each other and give each other those opportunities to stay fresh, like, man. That's an exciting prospect. He looks so good. And the fact that you've got the two of them together, like I said, that's thunder and more thunder, but guys that are also able to make some moves and be creative and whatnot. Very exciting prospects there. 
they look like they should be able to give you quite a bit on the ground. And I mean, we didn't even get to see some of the other guys like Tevin White or Javon Jacobs or Kyson Brown because those two looked so good. You potentially could have a good one-two punch and that could lead to you not having a thousand yard rusher, but you might have two guys that have 700 yards. Again, take it with a grain of salt because it's, it's the first game of the year, right? But the bottom line here is they both showed off the ability to be very good, very productive running backs for you and to be able to give each other those opportunities to stay fresh, spell each other, right? Really like what you were able to see out of them. And I'm really excited to see what they could possibly do moving forward for the team. But again, gotta love what they were able to bring for you, especially knowing that you're going to be going through a lot of changes and a lot of, a lot of, well, changes. I can't think of the other word I wanted to use through the offense this year as they try to get things going with Jaden Rashada and whatnot. It's really good to know. It's really comforting to know that he's going to have some very quality running back play to be able to line, to rely on when maybe the passing game isn't able to get going as much. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get up to $200 in bonus bets back guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday tickets from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick the season off with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications. You won't want to miss our content, which is free and available on all platforms every day. Let's wrap it up. There's a handful of guys on the defensive side of the football. I really just kind of listed two guys who stood out to me the most, but there was a lot of guys who made an impact. And like Deshaun Mallory played really well along the defensive line, was very impressed with what he was able to give you. Trey Brown was a very good, uh, very good linebacker for you in the middle of the field and able to help some of the younger guys out. Um, on the back end, Shamari Simmons played a really good game. Like there was a lot of guys that made contributions, but there's two guys in particular that I wanted to bring up. The first guy is D Ford. And like, unfortunately, D Ford, like the first thing that you're going to think of was the big chunk play that he gave up uh, towards the middle to end of the third quarter that would have set up Southern Utah in a very good position to score a touchdown. But he did make the touchdown saving tackle. And ultimately, the play was wiped away by a targeting call on Southern Utah. But if you ignore that play, D Ford was a very, very good football player for the team. Two tackles, a pass defended, but he he had really good coverage throughout the game, and they started him outside. Like he was kind of viewed as like a potential slot corner coming to the team because he's not the biggest guy at five foot nine, and it, it made more sense to kind of play him on the inside, but Rather than do that, the Sun Devils were playing him on the outside, and the Sun Devils were giving him an opportunity to be the boundary corner across from Roe Torrance, and he stepped up, man. He looked really, really good. And I'm really excited about what he could do with a deep corner room because you can't forget, you still have Ed Woods. You still have Roe Torrance on the outside. You still got 
uh, Mason Williams. You still have Jordan Clark at the nickel. Like D4 just showed me that you've got a lot of depth this year and you've got a lot of guys who can do a lot of good things for you. I'm really excited to see what he can continue to put together moving forward. And then a linebacker I wanted to talk about, Tate Romney. Romney ended up tying the team lead in tackles with eight. Three were solo, five were assisted, but he was just flying to the football. Wherever the ball ended up going, you notice that you notice that number 24 was always somewhere in that area. He was always finding his way to the football. And as a redshirt freshman, it was very impressive to see what he was able to do for you. If he continues to be one of the main fixtures at the linebacker position, because there is a lot of a lot of movement that's going on. Uh, Will Schaefer was also out for the first half after getting in a fight at the U of A game, similar to Elijah Badger. You got him, you got Caleb McCullough, you got James Ajankum, you've got Crew Jackson, you've got KVM Thunderbird. Like, there's a lot of guys to be rotating in at the linebacker spot. But Tate Romney gave you a lot of reasons to want to continue to leave him at that position. Maybe give him a bigger share of the snaps compared to some of the guys he's competing with. You have to be really excited about what he was able to give you. And I want to see what he can do moving forward. But as far as somebody that you can rely on to be able to get to the football very, very quickly, Tate Romney was that guy. Last guy I want to mention, uh, I don't have him listed here, but I would be remiss if we didn't bring him up as Dario Longhetto. He was three for three on his extra points. He did nail uh, the the only field goal attempt that the Sun Devils had for him, it was a 38, I want to say. Yeah, 38-yard field goal. Consistent. And that's what the Sun Devils are going to be looking for out of their kickers this year. Just somebody who's consistent, someone who's reliable. That's what you need. Longhead will look the part. As long as he continues to do that, you're here for it. I don't know if he's going to be somebody that you rely on for 40 plus or 50 plus, God forbid. But bottom line is in a game where you won by three points, he was able to be the guy. He was able to be that guy for you that you can roll out and trust to be able to get you those points. But bottom line here, guys, there was a lot of Sun Devil players who really stood out to me. A lot of Sun Devil players that were new guys and new fixtures of the team, offensive, defensively, and special teams-wise, who were able to have very good games. Hopefully that's a trend that continues moving forward. But you have to love what you were able to see in week one. What did you guys think of the new guys? Who stood out to you the most? Who are the guys that you are really excited to see moving forward? Let me know in the comments on YouTube, or you can hit me up on Twitter slash X at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Levels. I thank you guys, as always, for tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. Hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications because we're free and available on all platforms. Make us your first listen of the day. And by the way, a special shout-out to my everydayers who are here every single day. That's all that I got for you guys on today's edition of the podcast. I will see you all tomorrow. Till then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Levels.